Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David Medeiros, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. All right, thanks for joining us again today. We're doing something totally different today, which that can't always be good for us, but we're going to give it a try. And to start it off right, we even have Jeff here with us. He, he, he made the mistake of coming by, and now he's, now he's in a... He's in a full-on, on a podcast, video, YouTube extravaganza. So we needed, we needed him here to give us some degree of credibility. <laughs> if, if, we're, if we're taking the podcast to video, we got to have something. We have some certification. That's that says, what I'm <laughs> for. <laughs> so we, we brought Jeff in today, and we're going to try to do some stuff a little differently going forward. And we'll probably be horrible today. So our podcast folks, you know, both of you who are listening to our podcast, we're going to apologize in advance because we might be talking about what we're pointing to or something like that. But it'll probably be David that does that, and I'll try to correct him and make sure he doesn't do that. But we're going to do the podcast and the videos, try to do them together so we can post on our YouTube channel and our podcast channel at the same time and try to, you know, make double money for doing only one thing, which, you know, that's the kind of thing we try to do around here. So you haven't, I don't know if you've seen us all before, but this is David McDerris, our general manager. He's our, he's the straight man for, <laughs> for everything. Crystal, I'll let you introduce you and, you know, the, the turbine master. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm Crystal Shank. I've been on the YouTube channel a couple of times. You've seen my sidekick, Lucy. And this is my dad. Oh, yeah. Where is she? She's over in the dog bed. She's in the bed. She's in the bed. Yeah. Okay. So, and my dad, who, for pretty much everybody that knows Missouri Wind, knows Jeff as the face of, you know, Small Wind and and the company. Now you have a Small Wind face. Yeah. (laughs) We just we just needed you here to, to give us some again some credibility for All even right. for the podcast. Well, so we'd be like, Jeff said we were good. You you were supposed to be here earlier and so things the chips fall where they may. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is right. But yeah. you, well no, the you were telling me though when you came in how you wake up every morning listening to the podcast. Every morning. Every morning. Seven AM. It's the kind of thing that it's kind of like a Tony Robbins. Sort yeah. of Zigzilla get you, get you going kind of thing. Yeah, so. I get up around four and eat lunch around nine. You know, old guy stuff. <laughs> Is that retiree <laughs> lifestyle? You got, well, you got to have time there to do your ponytail. There's got to be. <laughs> got, to, got to do that. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, my yeah, new hair, dude. You can't, oh, yeah. can't kick me in the shins very well into this table. Anyway, so what we're going to talk about today we, we decided our first topic to try to do this, the shorter the video that we did, probably the better it would be. So we're going to go with a, with a fairly interesting but poignant topic, and that is 12 versus 24 versus 48 volt. And what that means to, our, to when you're getting a, getting a wind turbine or a solar panel or hydro, 
any of that. So let me throw that out here to the experts as I'm just, you know, I'm just Vanna. I'm just the eye candy. Just the pretty face. Yes. It's not easy being me. Well, I mean, I would jump in on that one in 12, 24, 48. I mean, it, it, it's going to kind of depend on what your application is. If the higher the voltage, the less amperage, of course, you're going to travel. We've talked about that many times. And it's going to make it more efficient because I can travel voltage very easily and efficiently, whereas lower lower voltage, higher amperage is harder to travel a greater distance on the same wire size, especially. Okay. So, so you know that I do the village idiot thing. You said a lot in that sentence. I'm gonna I'm gonna break that back down. Okay. So I think everybody who has a house knows some form of 12 volt, right? You know, you had a 12 yeah. volt radio or you know yeah. something like that. Your car. Yeah, your cars. So when you're you're talking about how it travels and all that, you got to break that down some more. So what is what does that mean? Because if you if you just go out and start looking, you're going to see mostly 12 volt stuff, right? right. Yes. And, and as you move into the 24, well, there's a lot of that still. But then when you get into the 48, there's a lot less. Am I, am I right, wrong? You're right. You're right. I mean, your, your options become more limited. So why? Okay, and, and we can throw it another way. Like an RV. An RV is going to be like all 12 volt, right? Correct. Well, and 24 volt. Now, 24, yeah, 24 volts is really becoming a lot okay. more popular. So why? Tell me, tell me why. Well, 12 volt, everybody's familiar with 12 volt. They go into Walmart and buy right. 12 volt fans and all that stuff. 12, so they think they start their system out doing 12 volt, whether it's wind or solar, and they they just don't know the difference between 12, 24, and 48 volt. So everybody tends to want to go 12 volt because it's easy for them to understand and buy stuff at a store. It's right, like right, which is me. Right. But so why would I mean what what is the what is my savings or what is my reason to say give me I you know. 24 is better because blah. What's the what's the blah side of it? What's more efficient? More it's, okay. it's so, efficiency. It's all it is. All right. it's and it's cable size. Okay, so cable size. We're going cable size is going to come into that. Most yeah. definitely, yeah. Because right. your your 12 volt cable is going to be a lot smaller, correct? Right. So it's like 12 volt cable that you're gonna buy. And if you go with 24 volt, it'd be about this size, right? Half the size. Okay, so we're looking for for a podcast for folks, and that'd be 48, and that would be about size 48 volt. So, you so save a lot of money. On we're looking at that. We're looking at a. I mean, that's got to be about three quarters of an inch. Yeah. In in copper wire, that thing's. I don't. What's this cost? I mean, it's got to be a chunk. It's be, of, yeah, it's gonna be around three dollars a foot. Three dollars a foot, and that's for a 12 volt system. Right. Okay. And so as you step it down, you're going down from that. Again, that's got to be three quarters down to the 48. I mean, that's got to be like probably a little bit under a half, oh, three yeah. eighths or just, something. Yeah, just right about three eighths. Yeah. And it's going to be about a dollar fifty nine. Okay. So that, that just one thing alone. Now, when we talk about the efficiency, though, the 48 volt, if we're talking about our, our, our turbines, so the, the 48 volt versus the 12 volt, What's the difference in the motor? Is that is that get into the windings? Wire size, windings. Okay, and so, but on that side of it, the price goes up, right? A little bit, not much. I mean, you're going to see from our from our twelve to our twenty or for, to our forty eight volt, you're going to see about a twenty dollar difference in pricing is okay. all you're going to see. But that's because there's a lot more windings in a forty eight. Okay, volt. so then why, why why would anybody ever buy 
a wind turbine that's not a 48 volt. Well, you then start to look at the number of batteries, too, that you need. You know, with a 12-volt system, you can either get a 12-volt battery or you've got, Correct. you know, 2-volt and 6-volt batteries that you could series. But you can start with fewer batteries. And if you don't have a ton that you're going to power, right, to, then you right. don't need the same storage capacity. Right. Because a lot of the cost does come at the battery level. Right. We know that's where most of us. But the, the thing there would be on your distance, if, if you're on your copper wire, if your wind turbine is right there at the unit, then okay. Right. The wind turbines, though, remember, are traveling in AC power, three-phase AC power. And so their, their, their sizes are going to be a lot smaller than this because they're traveling three-phase AC power, which is, is going to be traveling actually even in higher voltage yet than 48. Remember, every voltage we're talking about right now, be it 12, 24, 48, it's just a nominal voltage. That is just voltage that everybody can grasp and understand. You have to produce more voltage than that, or you'll never charge a battery. It would be like yeah, having you got to get it over the right. It would be like having two fifty-gallon barrels full of water and having a, a, a line between them, and thinking one's going to outpush the other. It's never going to do that. You got to have less in one than you do in the other for it to actually charge. You know, so so a forty-eight volt turbine may produce eighty volts. You know, and so all that excess voltage is then what's going to be converted into amperage. Into okay, now this so so maybe again. Further proof that I don't play the village idiot on these. I, I am the village idiot. I thought I thought that we rectified we do that right off of the rectification is only to change from AC power to DC power. Okay, but it's, so it's coming off wild AC, but you rectify it right there. I rectify it, but I don't change the voltage. I only rectify it. I'm only changing from AC to DC. There's no voltage transfer there. There's no there's no voltage step down there. So why does it? Why does the wild AC even matter then? Because it's easy to travel. It's coming down three. Every leg is producing. There's three legs of, of electricity being produced, whereas on single-phase DC, it's only producing down one leg. So I have to be three times that size wire to be able to come down, to be able to come down because all that amperage is traveling down one leg of wire instead of traveling down three at intervals. And not all three are producing at the same time. Only two are ever producing at the same time. And it's just it's um, one, two is producing, then one, three, then two, three. Okay. Can you grab us a rectifier? Yeah. Because you got so in that rectifier, you you got you got three leads coming into it. Right. Then do you? And then it has two leads coming out. Two coming out. And so what there is is a, there's a set of blocking diodes, and not just a, I mean there's a whole set. There's many blocking diodes in this deal. So there's no. Nothing can travel back through the rectifier, right, right, you know, right. to, to feed to, the turbine and this turbine spinning off your battery. We don't battery. want the, yeah, the, right. the, the We're only to charge the turbine. So as it comes through, every time it comes through that diode, the energy is pushed into that one phase. I mean, right. at, and, and there's the two come through, it's pushed into that one phase. And there's, that's, that is where the DC rectification happens. And it has to be changed to DC to be able to charge batteries because batteries are, or DC. And so that's where it's changed over to DC power. But there again, no voltage change happens there. Okay, but I guess I'm, I'm not getting. Three-phase wild AC really isn't good for anything unless it's right. rectified and changed to DC. So I guess my my point or my question is, what, what does the fact that it's three-phase wild AC even matter? Because we're going to rectify it immediately, Well, right? If you're going to put a wind turbine, say, 200 feet away from your battery bank, right? Correct. you do not want to buy a DC output wind turbine. 
or you're going to have to run wire like that the entire like that. distance. Okay, the so further you go, the much larger of copper cable you're going to need because you just have a positive and a negative, and you're going to have to do two of those. Turbine. Okay, right. But so we're not rectifying it until it gets to the batteries. That's right. Well, the DC output you don't rectify it at the, all. The DC rectifier is rectified in the housing in okay. the housing in the housing it's right. it's internally rectified and these cables would just get hooked directly to the battery bank right they just yeah hook directly to a battery bank or you would go through like our our little small our 440 and you would put a dump load and you just take the positive through it and so if there was any kind of a rectif any kind of a, a charge controller needed it would just be a diversion controller to divert that extra energy off so here's your rectifier west this is your and for phase. our podcast folks, you'd have to go online yeah, and take right a now black box to... with, with five terminals. Right. And so these three terminals are, are AC leg. And, and that's where the wild AC. That's where the wild AC gonna... comes. And so the, we had a lot of, a lot of questions. And inside this, in, inside this cable here, there is three wires, okay? There's a green, a white, and a black. Well, most people are very common. Most people know the green, the white, and the black to be right. neutral, hot, hot and, and ground. ground. Yeah, not the case here. Okay, we're dealing with three-phase wild electricity, so every one of these are live. They're all producing. Okay, so they're not not just one is producing. So if you touch any white. of these, yes, <laughs> and you're you know you can get lit up with that generator spinning. But so everybody has always has a question for us. Well, what order do I put these on the rectifier? Doesn't matter. Does all the same. All the same. Doesn't matter. Now, if you're using our dual PMG, it's going to have two three-phase jacks that come out, right? It's going to have six. So it's going to have six wires. The only thing at that point that you have to do, and, and we also sell a, an SJO cable that has, has six wires in there, is you have to make sure on, on, say, let's say jack one, that if I put green, black, and white on phase on jack one, I have to come down to a rectifier and make sure I'm green, black, and white on one rectifier. Can't cross and those red, up. blue, and yellow can go on the second gotcha. one, and that's jack two. If I if I cross them up, it's going to wind up binding up the motor, and it's not going to spin. So that that's the only order that you'd have to do. Let me ask you this. Is that essentially breaking it, right? That's essentially breaking it, and it's just not going to spin, and you're going to go, why is my turbine not spinning? It's because you have a – and that's one of the number one causes for a turbine not to spin is somebody will say – my turbine's not spinning all of a sudden. Is something's happened? There's been some kind of a, a rub in the line it's a lot of times, short. and it's it's creating a dead short, and it just it just stops that turbine from spinning. Is what it's doing. It's creating two dead shorts across the lines. Okay. That's one of the number one reasons that happens typically up towards the top of the turbine. All right. So I've I've probably already asked this. Going to ask it again because again sometimes I just don't don't get it. All right. I want a wind turbine. What's the what's the questions I'm going to ask? Twelve versus twenty four versus forty eight. First thing I want to ask you is is what's your application? Are are we off grid? Are we on? Okay. Are we wanting a grid tie? What are we wanting to do? If I'm going to be off grid, and I think and I say and I, all I'm going to do is use lighting, a little bit to charge my my Dewalt batteries, and maybe a little bit to run my TV. More than likely, I'm just going to put you in a twelve volt system. Wow. Everything is is readily available you can go to walmart and buy the 12 volt lights you can buy it from us you can either kind of okay well hold on go from anywhere why though if you're using a wind turbine it's going to come down into 12 volt batteries regardless right 
because I, if I'm only using what I say, I don't need to put you in a large battery bank. I'm going to put you in a minimal battery bank. Okay, so I may put you only in two six-volt batteries, and that may be enough to do you all day long every day. And there's no sense for me to have to sell you eight six-volt batteries if you wanted to do 48 volt. But if I had a 48, I could step it down to 12, right, from the batteries? No, not well you can, but you're going to pay a lot of money for a, for a charge controller that can do that because you would have to go back through MPPT. MPPT still in solar or wind is the only way to step down voltage into the battery bank. The only way. Okay, so there's, there's no gains... No. All right. So, so twelve versus the rest is good. So, what's the difference between twenty-four and forty-eight? Same thing. It's going to be sizing. The larger I go, the higher voltage I'd want to go. Because we want to, we want to get closer to the one ten. If we're going, to always get want to get closer to the one ten or the two forty, depending on what what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. And the closer I can get to that, the more efficient it is. I mean. All right. So, distance of the tower. Not necessarily going to play into... Yeah, always going to play into it. And I'm going to tell you on distance on tower, our rule of thumb here has always been, if you're doing 12 volt, that we would want to stay within about a, no more than 200 feet. We'd really say 150 feet from the battery bank. We would say 250 on 24 volt and 300 would be the maximum we want to go on 48 volt. And the reason is? Loss efficiency in the line, voltage loss. I mean, as the farther I travel, right. the more loss I'm going to sustain and so if i'm going to go greater than that you we can do that but you're going to have to call us and we'll have to explain how you're going to do it and it's 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 going to be costly it's not going to be a cheap okay so if my cabin's at the bottom of the hill and the only place i'm getting wind is at the top of the hill and it's a 300 foot hill and you're going to have the 75 foot tower you're going to need to call us and we'll we'll explain how you're going to do it. there again well, it's going to be costly it you got to go with like what we've always done in the past you go down to a certain point and then you have to go to a like a junction box and then you have to go bring in like a, a double odd aluminum cable, a triplex cable, and then feed that energy on. So are you coming? Point. Are you coming down with a forty-eight? Yes. To a point, and then you're. And we're still continuing on, but we're we're going to have to go with bigger line on to to make sure we don't lose that loss. Yeah, like I said, it's not a it's not a cheap deal. But we had one just the other day. Guy needed to go five hundred and fifty feet. It works fine. He's got it up. It's running. He said making great power. But it just, I mean, it's it's just a. A process that you're going to have to realize that you can't do just by simply running a 12-6 wire 500 feet. It's just not going to carry that load. Okay. So we've talked about wind. Is there anything else we need to talk about? And we know that because I want to go into the solar side of it. You know, wind is wind and solar are going to be very similar in in themselves. So not much more in wind. I mean, you definitely, you know, the 12, 24, 48. The only reasons that we're going to change them again is just for getting maximum efficiency for, for your application. All right, so let's switch over to the solar. On the solar side, I know we've got those thin film panels that, that we've got here. They're 105s, but they're, they were they 48 volt? They're not, they're 88. Oh, they're, yeah, that's right. Oh, something. They're 88 volts. So the only way that they can be used in any of our series will be through MPPT rectifier. And then the reason that you would have something like that is... What the thin film panel is, is it's instead of most panels that, that you see, right, are going to have modules, little solar modules on them, and there's going to be either 36 or 72 per panel. They're going to have these little solar modules all over, the, and they're going to be placed on the panel. This is a single module, okay? There's no 72 of them. It's one single module. Well, doing that, it's going to cause that voltage to be a lot higher in that panel. The great thing about that is it's, effective 
even in shady, I mean, not to be full shade, but it can sustain shade a lot better than a module that's got, say, 36 modules on it. And one of those gets shaded, it creates all the other 36 to drag down to that. Whereas one big module, if part of it gets shaded, it's still got the rest of the panel to produce. So the shading is not near as, as detrimental to the system on those thin film panels as it is on a, on a multi-module panel. So in that case, and, and one of the other names for the thin film is amorphous, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so just in case somebody's interested or just other technical names out there. But so in that case, if you're going with a panel like that, you don't necessarily have to go with as many panels to achieve the charging. Correct. I mean, uh, on that one, on that particular panel, let's say that, let's say that I, I was really saying, okay, well, I just want, I, I've got a little 48 volt system and on a wind turbine and I just need one little solar panel. Well, typically I'm going to have to either sell you four 100 watt panels or I'm going to have to sell you two big solar panels, right? To get to 48 volt. Cause I would have to series those together to even get over that voltage. Well, on this panel, one, one 105-watt panel is going through MPPT is going to start charging that battery if I'm trying to charge a battery. you know, Grid tying is, is even more effective because there again, I'm closer to that 240 number. So if I'm going to grid tie these panels, I mean, I only need three of these panels and I'm up and rolling. I mean, three 105 panels and I'm up and, and producing into the, into the grid. You know, and so that's that. That was really their major premises. They can be used in both. But most people were using these for grid tie application because of that high voltage. So if you've also got limited roof space, right? You know, that would be also yep. another really good application yep. for it. Super application, okay. right? But they have a life. They they've got a shorter lifespan too. A little bit shorter. A little bit. They they still have a they still have a twenty year guaranteed production. You know, whereas most industry standards 25 year so i i'm not and for the price difference that we have on them i'm oh, wow. i'm, yeah, the price I'm pretty sure i'm gonna so get why, my five years up. why is it i mean is it just because it's all one yeah they're cheaper to make yeah they're that's, cheaper to make that's exactly they're right they're cheaper to really? make yeah yeah i mean because i don't have to pull all these if you've ever looked at a solar panel i mean there's all these little right you know, and there's just wire all over these, and, and it's collecting all these electrons that's moving in there, and they're moving, you know, positives going one way and negatives going the other, and they're collecting that. And then they're having to all be tied together. Each module has to be tied to the next. Well, on this one, it's got a bunch of wire running, but it's just running to two two leads. Well, but I thought, because I, I have a limited knowledge of how they make it, I thought that it's not silicon, is there a silicon? Yeah. But I thought that was one silicon wafer versus, you know, if you have just one you know, six by six silicon wafer, anything that you can do in smaller versus, yeah, that panel's what, that's two by four, isn't it? That's two feet yeah, by four. Yeah, two by, yeah. It would seem like it would be more expensive to have a, you know, a two by four. Not by the time you have to. And start slicing together. that yeah. thing off. It would yeah. seem like. Sli slicing is the, is the, you know, that's pretty the, the, the cheap part of it. Okay. You know, doing all the other. Wiring all that way, bad. You you and I both know we or you, we all know if if you had a a wooden joist and your specification was to have a two foot by four foot solid piece of wood, I think I would hate to even think what that would cost. <laughs> but you know, if I took you know if I took two you know a bunch of two by fours and but the only them the only together, it'd be super cheap. But in in that deal though, the only reason it costs more for you to do that. Is because of the tree itself. Yeah. Okay. That Fair is enough. the only reason it costs you more because 
if I had to cut you a two by four piece, right? I only have to make very minimal cuts. If I have to cut you a bunch of two by four pieces, well, I've got to use up a lot more saw time. I have to use up a lot more manpower. Well, I'm saying that the that a solid square two that's what I'm saying would be ridiculously expensive. But that's just because of the tree cost. Okay. You know, that that's the only reason it is because because you can only take that out of certain trees and it has right. to be a big tree. Yeah. And those trees are expensive because that's I mean so okay. get off the trees. All right. So next so, <laughs> so so uh, it's unlike us to get off on a tangent, Sorry. isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> you're usually the solo star you're having to Yeah. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to ask about this is in our when you step up to 300 watt panels, they're only 24 volt, right? What's the deal with that? It's just a matter of at that point. I mean, it, it, there again, it's going to be you're going to have so many cells on the panel, either 60 or 72 cell, that it you just can't keep the voltage. You can't back the voltage off enough. I mean, you're just going to produce too much energy to have that voltage come out. And just a, there again, your voltage is going to be, has to be higher or your amperage would be such that you would just never get it out of the panel. You would have to have giant wires back again on the backside of the panel. It just wouldn't work to be in. Typically, anything over about 150 watts of energy is going to go up to 24 volt. And there again, I'm saying 24 volt. They're going to, if you look at the back of the panel, it's probably going to be listed about 38 volts VOC, 38 to 44 volts VOC. And as that continues to improve because i know we've you know we've heard the rumors of a 500 watt panel coming or maybe it's already here i don't i don't know is that going to be are we going to just progressively move into a 48 48 volt or is it going to stay 20 probably not it's just efficiency that they're you know like any industry i mean they're finding out more more ways all the time to increase efficiency with what they have jeff was very early in this game of in the solar and and I know he'll remember the same size panel we have today. That's a three hundred five to a three thirty. Jeff was selling, and at the time they could only get two hundred and forty to two hundred and fifty fifty watts out of them. They just they weren't around. I mean, they just you know. And so just with new technology and and new science, not new science, but the science of it, they figured out how to increase that efficiency. And that's the reason also that you've seen panels come down in price over the years. I mean, it's just you know, as yeah, one hundred and twenty watt panel was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. They used to be like five dollars a watt. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Holy so cow. you know, and now everything <laughs> yeah. you know, any anything over a, a dollar twenty a watt now is just like wow, you know, that you're out of the market, you know. Right. So all right. What have I what have I missed on beating this subject to death? Not well, forty eight volt. Most the reason new people will start out with a twelve volt system is because they have a twelve volt car battery set in Right. And people will automatically just start out with 12 volt because they could buy 12 volt stuff, fans, and whatever from Walmart too. But I always just tell people to start out with 24 24 volt system, right? Not 12 volt. Yeah. And they go, why don't I go to 48 volt? And I said, well, that's a lot higher voltage you're dealing with, and it becomes dangerous at 48 volts. Right. You have to be very careful yeah. when you're dealing with 48 volts. Yeah, you start start Over touching 12 volts. 48 volts, and you're you're yeah you're grabbing a hold of something now that's you're gonna know you got a hold. I mean, you know, Touch 12 back. volts. I mean, yeah, it's gonna hurt. 48 volts getting to the into yep. the point of not just hurting you anymore. I always tell people start out with 12, practice, play with it, see how it all works, get it figured out before you jump into right. 24, 48. Right. Volt. 
And we do. I mean, there's so many of our customers that, that do that, that they want to just start, right? They want to get something and start. And so they'll start with a, they may start with our, our small series, like our Confederate series, the, the, the small PMA, you know, and kind of go from there. And once they get a feel for it, that's the guy that comes back and says, Hey, I, I'm, I like this deal and I'm really, de- what do you have the next step up? Well, now that's, that's we're going to start moving into 24, 48 volt. There again, asking what, that leading question, what are you doing? What is your end, end goal with this? If anybody ever tells me their end goal is to become off-grid, totally separate from the electric company, I mean, I've got to – I mean, by my standards, I have to put you in 48 volt or it's never going to be efficient enough for you to, to be, you know, to achieve your goals, you know. So if a guy says that I, I just want a little hunting cabin or I've got a little man shack that – I just want some power in every now and then, or or woman shed. <laughs> she, she shed. She shed. <laughs> we almost made it through. Almost. Uh, uh, something without spiraling down. Yeah, we were so close. <laughs> well, so all right for that person, and and too, I'm sure you guys get this to some degree. For for somebody that is looking to start out, but knows they're going to grow their system eventually. What kind of things should they take into consideration? What should they? What kind of products should they buy? You know, with that end goal in mind. You should buy your end inverter in, in mind. Okay? okay, that's that's the number one thing. Yeah, uh, a lot of people would get mad. They would start at all twelve volt, spend a lot of money on twelve volt inverter, and now they got to pitch the inverter. Go they got to pitch the inverter. Forty eight volt. That's right. So, so it, that that's what I would tell you. No matter if you're grid tying or off gridding at either one, I would tell you your end in, your end goal. You want that end golden burger. It may be higher up front, but now then you can grow into that. You can smart smart small everywhere else, and that well. But now can hold it your inverters, can you? You can't buy a forty eight volt. You're gonna have to, and use twelve volt. You're gonna have to do forty eight volt, but that doesn't mean I have to have. Maybe your end goal is is to you know have a ten kilowatt system. Well, a 10-kilowatt system is going to have a very large battery bank, but I can start with four 12-volt batteries. It doesn't mean I have to. That's the minimum I can start with. So I can start with four 12-volt batteries, and I can start with four solar panels. I can start with – you don't get what I'm saying? I mean, you can start everything else very small and then build it from there and build up. You know, you can double that battery bank. So long as you keep into, my, into consideration idle consumption. Idle inverter. consumption, right. <laughs> idle consumption of, a, of a, the larger the inverter you have, the, the more the idle consumption is going to be. Idle consumption being yeah. what it's going to use when nothing else is being used. It's just its sole purpose is it is just sitting there waiting for you to turn on something else. And then during that time, it's using energy to sit there and wait, you know. So the higher the higher the Wattage of turbine. So when you see a reaction like that, you you know we've had some call. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, you take a you take a fifteen hundred watt inverter, and it may have an idle consumption of say thirty watts an hour. You know, take that over twenty four hours. Okay, <laughs> you may have a twelve thousand watt inverter that has an idle consumption of one hundred and eighty watts an hour. You know, so just that in itself, you have to have almost two to three solar panels to offset just the idle consumption that it's going to use per day. So that's kind of a, you know, that's something you got to really think about because there again, you got to think a solar panel is going to give you typically a maximum of about five hours of peak production. So a 300 watt solar panel is going to give you about 1500 watts. Unless you buy a tractor. 
or a tracker, or that's where <laughs> that's why in off-grid situations, wind becomes so valuable because it has 24-hour right. production capability. So at night, it can, it can if spill. the wind's blowing, it can produce energy. So that that is why we definitely always you know that's one of our big pushes here to begin with is wind energy. We love wind energy, and that it's something that we we really gone above and beyond everybody else in the field trying to do and that's that's our big deal here right i mean it's if it's either the sun's either shining or the wind is blowing it's usually typically one, one or, or two right and if it's happen. not that's just a bad day so. <laughs> but for the most part one of the two is happening so they really complement each other really well so all right i forgot anything else or not ask the good questions nope. about anything else you know just just remember when series and you know when we talk about series and 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 parallel and, and when you're doing battery bank we have customers that every now and then will call in and hey my something's not working and so we'll have pictures that's the number one way we we troubleshoot is by pictures we can see a lot of things in pictures you know we can see your battery bank voltage just to see we can see that battery one is tied to battery two from the positive to the negative well we that's a series that's they put that in series and then we see battery two is tied from the positive to the negative. And then all of a sudden battery three is that way. And they were supposed to be, and they have four 12-volt batteries in a system. And we see every one of them tied together, positive to negative. And then they have the negative over here on battery one and the positive over here on battery two or four. That's a 48-volt system. But they were intended to be a 12-volt system. That is very yeah. detrimental I think to the it system. Wasn't a picture tells a thousand words. And that's right. In this case, it'd be a picture saves a thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah. This case <laughs> is exactly right. And, and it, you know, for all of our listeners and customers, you know, if you ever have even the slightest doubt of how to do it, just give us a call. We're sitting here, I mean, eight to five months. David, right. David we'll give you David's cell phone anytime, number down right? in the notes. And we're, we're just ready to answer the phone anytime. I mean, he's so just yeah. don't hook it up and think, I think it may be right. Nothing. Yeah, you, know, you can give my cell phone number, but <laughs> I can tell you if I don't know the number, it don't get answered. So. I'll give you Jeff's cell phone number. He don't answer that one anyway. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you might not like the one. <laughs> All right. I think we're good. So I guess we'll wrap up our our first ever pod vid cast. Yeah. And hopefully this will work out well, and we'll. It was great, yeah. David. It was wonderful. Reminds me of Howard Stern. Bam. Howard Stern. I'm gonna drop it something Don't think I don't know what you just said there. <laughs> well, and you too. Uh, oh yeah. Now, now you're gonna say it. Now we're showing off all the pretty yeah. faces. Oh, I just didn't want to upset David. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all for coming, checking us out. Wait a minute. I I know this part. Click the bell. If you really liked us, right? What's the what are the no. YouTube things? Give us a thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up. <laughs> and right. and yeah. subscribe. Subscribe. And subscribe. You have to hit the little subscribe button down below. And you hit the bell. Down below. See, I told you there was a bell. Yeah, so you yeah, knew there was a bell. Yeah. There you go. I knew there was a bell. You definitely want notifications. Yes. And then always subscribe to podcasts. And if you've got anything you'd like for us to talk about, shoot us an email at radio at mwans.com and we'll we'll tell Jeff what he has to do and he'll do a video just for you. Yep. All right. Thank you all very much. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio 
at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos, and most importantly, it keeps Lucy's doggy chicken treats coming. Thanks again.